time for the BZ Powercast Series 2. I'm your host, Andrew, better known on the forums as Black Six, and uh, I'm here to start off a new project we're kicking off here at BZ Power. Uh, as most of you probably do not know, this is the second time BZ Power has had a podcast. Uh, the first time started back in October of 2001 and was hosted by Dimensioneer, or uh, John, the founder and one of the administrators here at BZP. And that went until May 2003, and we had six episodes of that until it kind of uh, faded off. But um, we've been talking about bringing it back for a while now, and so we decided uh, let's do it. So this is the first episode that uh, we're releasing, and uh, we tried to time it a little with uh, our eighth anniversary, but we're a little late. So we have three segments that uh, are going to go on this episode. The first, I sit down and talk with Spirit about uh, the 2009 storyline, how that ties into 2008, and we talk about the upcoming movie for a little bit and our thoughts on that. Uh, next up, I talk to Dan Matorn of Anger, and we're going to talk about a uh, segment that should be pretty regular on the PowerCast, uh, How to BZP, where we talk about a little tip or trick or something to help make your BZ Power experience better. Finally, I talk to Smeagol4, and we're going to do a, a little retrospective about BZ Power. Um, how we've changed in the past eight years, and some of our fond memories from uh, over the time we've been members. So I uh, hope you enjoy the show. Sit back, uh, enjoy the ride, download it to your iPod, Zoom, whatever, and uh, let us know what you think of it. Uh, here we go. Okay, with me now is Spirit from our reference team, and we're going to talk a little bit about 2009 and uh, how things have changed. How's it going? Oh, not bad, not bad, all things considered. Um, okay, so uh, 2008 saw us with our last year of Toa, Matoran, etc. for a while. Um, that kind of ends off on a kind of a bad note because uh, Makuda finally wins. He, through a complex series of events manages to take over Matanui's body and uh, f um, the Toa do manage to wake him up but it's only with Makuta controlling his mind and so Matanui is trapped in the Mask of Life and fired off into space where he lands on the nearby planet of Bera Magna and the interesting part of this planet is that it was formerly the home world of the great beings so we finally get to learn a bit more about them. Um, and about uh, 100,000 years ago, it blew up into several pieces. And this is the biggest of the pieces. Um, yeah. yeah. And so now... Hmm? Yeah, right. Like uh, you can see in the original so, teaser trailer. Um, yeah, for uh, the movie, you kind mm -hmm. of see that. The whole planets floating through space and the bionicle logo yeah interesting little dust clouds yeah convenient that they uh form perfect symmetrical squiggles so. yeah but uh, anyway so yeah now we're on Barra magna and uh, we have a whole bunch of new characters uh completely different from what we've seen before yeah um apparently they're 
races of alien creatures that knew before, the Matoran and Toa, etc., are, are all mechanical creations based on them. So mm-hmm. the Toa are based on the Glatorian. The, Agor- uh, the Matoran, wait, yeah, the Matoran are based on the Agori. And these were all people that coexisted with the great beings uh, back when they were around doing stuff. And now we get to see how they're surviving after their planet blew up. Not um, very well. Uh, no. Yeah, they have huge gladiator fights over things like water and food, and apparently they can't even make their own weapons, which is pretty sad after 100,000 years. Okay, so... Uh, um, that yeah, a lot has happened. Yeah, so that takes us to, you know, I guess, the beginning of the year, so... Uh... You know, we're kind of, we've been moving along a little, finding out more about some of these characters and uh, their main adversaries, the Skrull. Yeah, that seems to be the main villain. They've kind of just been disputing amongst themselves, and now there's kind of a, a uniting, uh, an enemy that will unite them, which I guess is both a bad thing and a good thing. Right, and of course, you know, what we're going to find out later this year is one hero will save them. Ah, oh, it's our old friend, Matanui. Yes. So, um, I take it you've seen the recent uh, little sneak peeks we've seen of the movie on Binocle.com. What are your thoughts been on those and uh, how they relate to the story? Um, it's pretty neat. Um, it is pretty weird hearing uh, Worf doing the voice of Matanui, I have to say. Yeah, I agree. Um, the animation looks pretty good. Uh, so far, the story seems to kind of actually line up with what we've heard, which now that uh, Greg Farshti has actually written like the main story for the movie, it'll actually sync up to what we've already heard, instead of him having to make excuses for strange choices the movie makers made. It's always a good thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no more, uh, you know, Vakama, Hordika, becoming a traitor. For oh, yeah. Reason. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's, you know... I've heard a lot of good things from uh, some people who have seen it, so it's looking to be a good thing. Um, so what do you think is going to happen in the rest of this year in the story? Um, I don't know. I've heard rumors. I've seen things. Um, apparently, there's a whole secret that they find out in the movie. And uh, from the concept art and a map we were given, apparently there's a secret laboratory of the great beings with details on how they built Matanui, it looks like, from the concept art I saw. So that'll be interesting. The, all his friends finding out that he's actually a giant robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed the map had some interesting uh, features on it. Mountains that, you know, bore similar resemblance to uh, some other things we've seen. Yes, apparently the body parts were prototypes for Matanui, so mm-hmm. that's the great being's failed attempts at making a giant robot. Hmm. Apparently it's not as easy as you'd think. <laughs> Matanui is Mark II. Yep. Alright, so uh, anything else you feel that uh, sh- we should talk about on this? Um, well, nothing's really happened so far, just because I think they're saving most of the story for the movie. Right, makes sense. Um, really the only big thing was that Atero, like their like capital city of the planet, kind of got invaded by the Skrull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw that so in that one was... of the comics. So that's bad news for the Clatorian, but they seem to be coping. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I like the kind of sneak peek we got when we got to see the voice actors recording random parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Give a nice overview of who the characters were. Yeah, gave some insight into, uh, I guess, kind of the attitudes and motivations of some of the characters we haven't really seen yet in the comics. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, I guess that uh, about wraps it up. Looking forward to the movie and seeing uh, what we find out with that. And, uh, you know, how Matt Nui becomes the uh, Titan set that's coming out later this year. Hopefully well, that'll act- tie in. Actually, oh. that's apparently not to do with the storyline at all. Oh, okay. That's kind of I like a, that. like an accessory. Like uh, Greg keeps using these uh, the analogy of Spider-Man. Like you can buy a ten-foot Spider-Man, or sorry, a ten-inch Spider-Man, or a twenty-inch Spider-Man, and it's still the same guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't turn gotcha. into a giant or anything. So he's just kind of out of scale with the uh, rest of the characters. Pretty much, I think, is what's been said. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. yeah so still, movies coming up. Mm-hmm. A couple months away, actually less than two, so it's getting close. Indeed. All right, well, uh, thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Joining me now is Dan Matorn of Anger, uh, here to do this episode's How to BZP, a segment uh, explaining a feature or tip or trick to improve your experience on BZ Power. So, uh, what do you have for us this week? Well, I think, given recent events, we should discuss uh, strong passwords in there. Sounds good. So, you know, basic password stuff, you obviously want to have a strong password. It's not very good to have a weak one. And one of the keys is, obviously, having a longer password makes it harder to guess and that type of stuff. The longer your password, the more potential for variation in the in the password there is, so obviously having it longer helps. And then you want to combine letters, numbers, and symbols, makes it harder to guess as well. As Again, more variation in it gives you more possibilities in the password, makes it harder to guess. Right. <laughs> uh, use the entire keyboard, you know, don't try to use common characters a lot of times. So, you know, use uncommon symbols. Those are harder to guess and passwords and that. Yeah, definitely. You should probably also try mixing upper and lower case. Yeah. And if, if possible, I know some places don't allow you to do it, but if you can, use the space bar as well and make a phrase. Spaces aren't, aren't quite as common in passwords, so people don't guess them as often. Right, and with a phrase, it can make it easier for you to remember. Exactly, and when we're talking about making something easy, remember, don't, you know, I like red. That's not what we're talking about here. You know, use something maybe the school you graduated from or something like that, something that, you know, you would know and not many other people on the Internet would potentially know. Right, also something that uses, like, proper nouns or something that wouldn't be in the dictionary would be uh, make it harder to figure out. Exactly, and then... uh Another thing you should do is obviously don't use the same password on multiple sites. Makes it easier to gain access to multiple accounts if one of your accounts is compromised. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, we've seen that happen a couple times recently, unfortunately. So anything where you know you have uh, any account you value should have a unique password for. Exactly. So 
typically, you know, if you have any kind of social networking site or email email accounts, you know, really change up your passwords between those. You don't need people getting access into those. Right. And, you know, especially things like PayPal or a bank or something like that, anything involving financial records. Oh, definitely. All right. So uh, I think that's uh, some pretty good pointers that uh, people can hopefully make use of. Thanks for uh, coming on and talking about it. All right. Thank you for having me. So joining me now is Smeagol4, and we're going to talk a little bit about um, our little BZ Power retrospective, seeing as how we just had our eighth anniversary. So how's it going? Well, it's going pretty well. All right. Uh, so yeah, I guess you know we'll start off uh, with a couple questions and see where those lead us. So... How did you find BZ Power back in the day? Oh, man. Uh, I initially found it just crawling around on the internet at the time. You know, I was a fan of Bionicle, so searched about for Bionicle-related websites. I remember I initially found uh, Bionicle Zone, uh, you know, the original forum incarnation of BZ Power, and I hung around there as a guest for a while, and then, but never joined or anything. It wasn't until 2003 where... I'd been regularly coming as a guest for a long time, uh, and I finally decided to actually join, uh, ironically, because I wanted to post a topic in, uh, in S&T, which sounds funny coming from me nowadays because I never go to that forum anymore, but I had some kind of cockamamie theory about the Vahi, and that actually drove me to join after being a regular guest for about two years. Nice. Yeah, personally, I'm, I don't even remember exactly how I found it. I'm going to guess it was from, like, Kenohi Power, actually... Probably it was Mike's Bionicle Island back in yeah. the day. You know, they had, uh, a, they were really on the cutting edge of all the Bionicle news back then. And uh, that's probably where I found the link, either that or just some random Google search. I know I was actually in a couple communities that predated BZ Power that no longer exist. And uh, I think most of our membership from there came over once I found out about, you know, Bionicle Zone and uh, spread the word. Yeah. So it's been uh, almost eight years in a couple of days. It's pretty crazy. Man. So, to, uh, what? I was just saying, it's hard to believe Bionicle's that old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Almost 10, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how do you think VZ Power has changed since 2001 when you first started browsing as a guest? Oh, man. I mean, obviously it's gotten a lot bigger. <laughs> um I mean, back back in the really early days, especially like when I was a guest, there would just be like a handful of people browsing the forum at any given time. Now you've got hundreds of people on at one time. Yeah, um, as we're recording this, the forums are unfortunately offline, and we still have, you know, like uh, over a hundred people still logged in, even though they can't even get it get yeah. there. It's pretty uh, pretty crazy. And you know, back then when I joined, you know, I think I was like the twenty second member to join the site. And, you know, so you'd have maybe, like, ten people on at the same time. It's a lot different. And, you know, since then, obviously, we've grown and we've expanded to include news and reviews and a lot more reference material. And you know, Yeah, I remember when the uh, reference section was outdated for however many years. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> we've, we've fortunately uh, gotten on top of things like that. And we have, you know, things like blogs now and oh, all yeah. sorts of other features that... Uh, we've added for the members over the time, which uh, I think are all great things uh, that have definitely helped the community grow and stay as active as it has. 
Yeah, and even like little things just on the forums, like little scripts, like the spoiler thing, um, and all, all kinds of tiny things like that that just uh, have added to using the forums the experience, which is really neat. Uh, I think an- another big change um, has been kind of in the general direction of the way the membership reacts to things. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I remember back back when I joined, that was right when we were starting. Uh, the whole Rakshi craze when we were first getting the pictures of them and waiting for the sets to come out. And of course, those were, I mean, absolutely blew all of our minds. I mean, I'm sure you remember that, how how insane those were at the time. And uh, we thought they were just about the coolest things ever. And uh, and there was that giveaway and everybody wanted one. And uh, uh, it, it seemed like Bionicle was, was getting progressively more surprising, but in all good ways at the time. Mm-hmm. Now that we've had all these years of Bionicle resting on its laurels, it seems like the first reaction to everything is is disdain or yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. no one likes the sets when they come out right away. and uh, They usually grow on you, though. And yeah. it's funny because, you know, if looking back then, the Rocks, you were such a huge fad, but looking at them now, like for the time, yeah, they're revolutionary, but all six of them were pretty much clones. Yeah. And, you know, now nowadays we want, we keep clamoring for more and more unique stuff. And back then we were happy with what we had. Yeah, exactly. Sound like an old fogey, but uh, that's, that's Dude, how it was. Back in 2001 when there were no <laughs> knees, no elbows, no head movement. <laughs> Bad. We had to turn the gears if we wanted our bionicle sets to move. And we liked it, gosh darn it. <laughs> I remember when I thought I was I was the coolest person ever because I made this modification to uh to my Toa that allowed them to turn their heads, mm-hmm. uh, but it still looked official. Like a lot of people were like sticking the the ball joints on, but it didn't look the same as the normal sets. And I figured out this way uh, using this one pin piece that could make them turn their heads without it. And I was like, dude, I'm the coolest person ever. I posted <laughs> the previous scenes. Yeah, uh, take that stuff for granted now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what what kind of fond memories do you have from BZ Power? We've touched on a couple of things, but anything else in particular? Oh, man. Um, I mean, I'd say overall my whole experience in general has been extremely positive. Um, I, uh, some particular things that stand out, um, <laughs> remember um, when I got my first proto point uh, way, way back in 2003 um, from uh, Mahalis, or... I've been pronouncing that correctly. Um, it's an internet name. No one knows how to pronounce it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, he, he was he was a modern art forum at the time. For those of you that don't remember him, Re- really cool guy. Did great 3D art. Um, still does, was, but just not. But still does. Power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moved on to bigger and better things. But uh, um, he was a moderator in the art forum, and I that was where I hung out a lot at the time. And uh, yeah, I just helped here and there. Just. So why not? You know, it's, it's a good thing to do. And he sent me a, a personal message that said, uh, it was so it was like, well, you know, Smigofor, I've been watching you for some time now and watching your behavior in the artwork forum. And I thought I could just let it slide and, and not do anything about it. But it's just becoming too much to to bear. And, and uh, I'm just going to have to step in and do something about it. All very, very <laughs> ominous. And then he said, so... Plus one P, thanks. <laughs> because I was like having a heart attack because I was reading this message. I was like 13 at the time. <laughs> I know of a few other members who probably have a fairly similar reaction or a fairly similar memory and had a similar reaction when uh, they got proto points or got promoted. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah that, I'm sure that comes as a bit of a shock. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, oh, sorry. No, uh, go, go, keep going. 
it's a lot similar to like when when Ninja asked me to be on the staff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was equally shocking. Uh, think just things like that. Um, and of course, all my experiences since then being on the staff has been so much fun. I mean, um, as for like strictly fondest memory, though, um, it's really hard to choose because, like I said, it's it, all these good little memories like that. But if I had to say something in particular, it'd probably be meeting. Uh, a bunch of my friends from BZ in person at things like Brick Fair and such like that. Um, probably Brick, Brick Fair 2008, uh, as of this recording, has probably been the most fun I've had with a BZ Power-related activity thus far. Yeah, I, I definitely say my fondest memory would would have been Toy Fair in 2005, which was you know the first time I had ever gone there and the first time I had ever met anyone else from BZ Power in person. I got to meet uh, Bionicle Rex and uh, Kaipu, you know, Rich and Michael, the two other admins here, or one former. And, uh, yeah, that was definitely a pretty pretty crazy experience. You know, I'm technically like a member of the press there and got yeah. to see all these sets and, you know, do coverage for everyone else on VZ Power. So it was oh, a yeah. really, really great experience. And, yeah, definitely, you know, the Brick Fests and the Brick Fairs and all those events that uh, I've been to over the years and all the people, they're yeah. uh, really special. Yeah, my my time going to Toy Fair um, and hanging out with you and Honey, which was tons of fun, um, was probably my most uh, impressive memory because, like I said, <laughs> exactly the same sort of things. Uh, uh, and of course, Brick Fair, uh, Brick Fest 2006, which was the first Brick Fest or Brick Fair that I went to, and we all had that awesome pizza dinner at uh, at the CPK. Yeah, <laughs> the oh, um, CPK. Yeah, I mean that's that's obviously a huge, huge happy memory. But uh, like like as as of this recording so far. Um, Brick Fair 2008 was probably the most fun I've had. Uh, just having you, know, you and Brian and Patrick and uh, and everybody there. I mean, that was good yeah, times. I, you know? I think it's shaping up to be an even better time this oh, year. So, oh, yeah. oh, Deb's coming, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, things have changed. We've grown, but I think uh, we're still a pretty awesome community, and I'm glad. I hope to see you know us keep on growing. So, that concludes the first episode of Series 2 of the BZ Paracast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Hopefully, we'll get more of these up. We're planning on once a month. We'll see if we can actually uh, hit that schedule. I'm going to see about getting us listed on the iTunes and uh, Zune Music Store podcast lists. And we'll hopefully have an RSS feed up, too, so you can subscribe to that. And... uh, be able to get the latest episodes automatically, uh, however you may like. Of course, uh, you're probably reading this from the front page, and we'll always be posting our new episodes there. So um, leave us feedback in the forums, and uh, see you next time.